0: The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the Rageworks brand, including the Rageworks podcast network, Rageworks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. Yeah, that's what's up Yo, what up, yo Yo, that was a shorty on the phone So I see she coming through tonight For some WWE Network and Slam Some what? WWE Network and Slam Don't you mean Netflix and chill? Nah, 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 nah I ain't down with that shit But yo, shit is that she wanna come to the crib and get lit up You know what I mean? But, yo, I ain't getting my check until the end of the week Man, that's crazy So, wait a minute What are you drinking? Oh this man shit. This is my shit right here. This Old Saint Heineken Old oh, Saint Heineken, What the fuck is that? Yo, son this is that shit right here. Tell me right now if she drink this. I swear to you, you going to be slamming that ass by the time WrestleMania 3's main event pop off. You know what I mean? Huh? Let me taste that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, did you put this bottle in your ass? This thing tastes fucking disgusting. Yeah, but I'll tell you something right now. If she drink this shit, you going to be tasting some ass. All right, I'm going to go cop that right now. Old Saint Heineken. That do right right there. Old Saint Heineken. That drink will get you fucked up. I'm so special. When I'm bitch a- this is James Madden. You're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Give me a fucking mic. Turnbuckle Tabloid cutting a promo. I'm over here sitting at um, sitting in the studio. It's um shit, but one o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to count. Ca- uh, look at that. It's one fifteen in the morning, and I'm trying to crank out. Trying to crank out two episodes Before the boss goes on vacation And this is just me Really I could sit back and just be like You know what Fuck it dog Like We miss a week We miss a week We miss two episodes We miss two episodes That's just what it is But With my Work ethic In certain situations i'm like yo i gotta crank it out i got i i can't i can't leave anybody in that lurch and i can't leave myself in that lurch meaning that uh i can't leave you the listeners regardless of what i'm i'm putting out there and i still think what i'm giving you guys is quality shit i can't leave Rage works the way like that. That I'm. I don't do my two weeks. I, let me bang, 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 put it out, and boom. And then he goes on vacation with the fam, and then we can find a way to get the next boom, boom afterwards. You know, and he will let me know. Like yo, listen, I'm gonna be out for an extended period of time, and I'm like, all right, I, 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 there's nothing I can do with that. But if I could crank out my two and get the next two right after that. And continue the process. I'm gonna do it. You know, I'm just coming back from awake and uh coming back with work and such. And I still say my peoples is you guys, and I gotta give what I get I, I I I gotta do what I gotta do, man. And especially with the numbers that um we've been doing, it's because of you guys. That I appreciate that uh, taking the ridiculousness that I speak about, and you guys want to hear it, and you can share, and respond to, and have a dialogue with, if you want to, and and be a part of the wrestling circle here in Turbocal Tabloid. That's just what we do. It's the hustle, the loyalty, and the respect. And with that, with with that being said, I, I have to say that this cutting a promo was about the 20 years of John Cena, and uh, we, regardless of you love hate the man, you gotta acknowledge the 20 years of this man, of his fucking work and the ethic that he's done. It's ridiculous. It's it's regardless of who you can say is your greatest WWE, WWF wrestler of all time, there's no one, no one in comparison that has done what John Cena has done in his career. People will go, "Uh, Undertaker, or... Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin The Rock There's no one In comparison That can argue with me That John Cena Is The best of all time in that company How How It's easy The individual, the, like the individuals behind them, uh, you have Triple H, right? Okay. Triple H. Yes, he's loyal, committed. He came from, um, hell. He he was in WCW, right? All right. Okay. But. Stay, stay true, stay to form. Even after the curtain call, he was loyal to the company and did what he did. And you know what happened? He became the CEO, whatever the fuck it is that he is these days. He's done his worth. Undertaker, been there since the early 90s and came from another territory came from another promotion and um a promotion i said that you'll never draw and became the most recognizable he's he was like he's now like the the michael jordan of fucking uh of wrestling okay you can argue stone cold stone cold shifted the game of fucking wrestling and saved and I don't care what anybody tells me, he saved WWF WWE from bankruptcy and fucking folding. He did the rock, the rock, another individual who was in that same genre. And he, um, made it cool to be cool and be an asshole. He was the modern day fucking, uh, uh, Razor Ramon. The, uh, he was tagline aficionado, and the fans gravitated to that. Then we get to John Cena. Homegrown came from um, their developmental. He was part of that pillar where it was he. Randy Orton, Batista, Shelton Benjamin, Brock Lesnar. And they were the pillars of the possibility of bringing back WWE, especially after the the WCW purchase. With all the individuals that I mentioned, Everyone in there not only was Cena homegrown, but there was something about him that wanted to give back to the community give back to the essence of wrestling fandom sure you could go you could talk about the wars he got into with uh Carlito or um big Show edge uh you could go into these battles in which he had with uh Chris Benoit um Eddie Guerrero you you could, you could Check down every one of these. Um, His his Money in the Bank win, his um, his first title wins. Like we can all do those checklist fights, and we could go on YouTube and see all those rundowns of what made him the true aficionado champion in WWE. But for me to signify him to be the greatest of all time is what he did outside of it. This man was sitting there doing make a wish promises. Where he didn't have to. He could have been one of those individuals that did the blow off or did the, um, my schedule doesn't permit me. But when it comes to it, he had acknowledged and honored every fucking make a wish promise that was out there. Who the fuck can say they could do that for anything? Who? I'm here trying to close up these episodes and I'm like, damn, I'm drunk and tired. But this dude actually went and met with all these kids, these individuals who wanted to meet their hero. In wrestling, a lot of you motherfuckers are assholes. Don't even want to shake the hand of a fucking fan at a meet and greet. And this guy went out his fucking way To meet, Show love And give hope To the less unfortunate health wise And then fly back To do a fucking match that you would boo him with Yes He would do this and then come Into an arena And you would boo him John Cena sucks, John Cena sucks, you would boo him after he did that and made some ill, hopeless kid feel better about himself. Did Stone Cold do that? Did Rock do that? Did Hogan do what he did? Let's discuss. And yeah, early on, Cena took his, his, his notoriety, his popularity, and um, kind of squashed a few other people. Hell, we could talk about what happened with the Nexus shit. But then, when Cena got matured, and realized that it's not about him because he's made it. He's making it. He's making it, but he's making it on the strength of people around him. He had the Universal Title Open Challenge. He's putting himself in matches that made no sense. Hell. He put himself in a match with the fucking rock. He could have went away early on. But he was there. I don't think that we give Cena the credit that we can because as being fans during that era, we was like, oh, just go home, go home. Hell, I could have been guilty of that a couple of times. But why would you get rid of the superhero who's ready to abolish and destroy the heels that's coming in to the territory, coming into the promotion? Jim Cornette was asked about should have seen a turn healed. And my answer is yes. He should have But did he? Did he have that opportunity? Yes, he did. But did he? No. Because regardless of the fact, the work that had to be done, John Cena, even to this day, is cranking out love, support, and hope. And that's the big word. Hope to individuals out there who look to him for that, sure we could like I said count down the great man hell his return at Royal Rumble when we thought he was never gonna come back at the right time um his 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 countless battles with administration his his uh his look appeal his raps. God, there's nothing we can say about that. But the one thing, the one thing I can say about this man is that he was there willing, able for everyone that asked for him and called for his name. And not many wrestlers would do that. We hear stories from wrestlers who didn't know that Cena was that way and would think that they approached him, that he would blow them off. And you hear the stories of, you know, him telling another wrestler at one of the biggest events that could be occurring. And that wrestler is about to lose a spot. And he turns around and he says to him, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll probably be gone maybe about, how long is it? I'm going to be probably gone about six minutes to do what I have to do. You do what you have to do. How many wrestlers would give up a spotlight, a moment for someone else? Not many a few or none. And this is what I'm saying. John Cena has proven time and time again that even with his immaturity early on, he grew to be a man who respects the game, respects the wrestlers, and most importantly, respects the fans. I I can't count the countless WrestleMania's pay-per-views that he's gone through and just showed off, shown out, and won, or even lost, because we all got to take an L one way. One way, shape, or form, we all got to take an L. My thing is, as a fan, when can you take the L and realize that some of the guys that you're... Um, Sliding against Is not John Cena It would never Never be John Cena They were talking about the last um, In uh, uh, a, wrestling magazine, uh, a wrestling magazine Where they said that the last Person in history To have All those personality traits That was going to cover every base was Cena? It's follows the base of uh, Stone Cold or The Rock, Jerry West on a on a NBA logo, you know that kind of thing. And I wanted to argue for for about an hour about it, but I couldn't because the reality was they were right. Where are the true icons? Where are the true meaning of life? Where are the individuals who will pose themselves to take the power or the money or the wealth or the position of strength that they have in their lives and turn around to say, I want to give back to those. John Cena could have walked away from all that. And just been a wrestling dude, made his money, body slammed, F you, fucking uh, attitude adjust, a lot of motherfuckers, and just said, fuck it. But he invested, put in the time, did all that shit for not only those kids, but also the veterans who looked up to him and acknowledged him when he sat there and shook his his dog tags. When he wore the camouflage to acknowledge those vets. How many motherfuckers did that shit and did that shit with with such conviction that they were acknowledged by outside parties? Slim to none, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah, we could all talk about his Wikipedia page and and, and uh, the WWE pages of what he had done to progress and become the iconic figure that he is but i'm talking about john cena the individual the person who didn't have to do any of that and would still walk down the street see a fan run up and, run up run up from a block up and notice that He was there, give the autograph, and when that autograph was given, more people would come behind him and ask for an autograph, and he sat there and walked and still did his usual do, but except this time, he signed everybody's pen and pad fucking autograph book. Honestly, how many of these fucking people would do that? Dwayne Johnson, the rock, is now that guy because there's other aspirations for him. Although many would say that he's always been a good guy, but he was not that guy that did what Cena did. And with that, that man... Should be acknowledged, should be bowed to as the greatest WWE, WWF fixture of all time. No question. Merchandise sales, blips on the radar media wise, heat, whether good or bad. Title runs, non-title runs, movies, TV shows, books, when they mention him. The man has been wholeheartedly the reason why WWE Continue to 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 succeed and survive. Survive. I was trying to do like a, a, a mashing of the words, but succeed and survive during that time because nobody wanted to watch wrestling anymore. But there was only one person who kept that going, and that was John Cena. You could argue me with that anytime you want, but you're not gonna win because. Early 2000s, mid, late 2000s, no one was cranking the ratings like Cena. And this is why, this is why, if Cena is not on your Mount Rushmore or is not on your top five, you guys are genuinely, genuinely bugging. When we come back, you're going to have my thoughts about Money in the Bank and much, much more. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll talk more. See you guys in a sec. Bring the in ring action home to your tabletop with the number one wrestling card game in the world, Super Show the Game. And live all your wildest wrestling fantasies without ever taking a chair shot. Available on SupershowTheGame.com. Order today and join a spectacle so grand it can only be called The Super Show. you don't listen, yes. Money in the Bank, ladies and gentlemen, the results. Our thoughts, are opinions, and our results. You thought this pay-per-view was gonna be good. And um well, you find out from me what, what's the um outcome of my thoughts? Uh opening opening up for money in the bank, we had the women's money in the bank ladder match, and uh oof, we talk about botches galore, guys, like shit. Uh, so much so that uh, Shotzi had gotten so much backlash from it. And I got to say that um, you guys are assholes for that shit. I'm talking about the fan base. You guys are fucking assholes for that because you're putting a woman in a position in this that she's not accustomed to. And she she did as much as she could same could be said with um, Raquel Rodriguez what did you expect you didn't expect uh, Dudley Boy's Edge and Christian fucking Hardy Boy shit it was what it was it was gonna be a fucking botchamania fest Matthew's gonna have his hand filled with this shit but with that being said The outcome is what we wanted and what we got. We got Liv Morgan winning the money in the bank on that night because that's what the fan base wanted. Shout out to all the women who had to deal with all uh the botches and such and and try their best but yeah it it was a it was a fart fest, but still. I, I wasn't upset with it because that's what a train wreck would look like and what we thought it was going to look like. Next up, we get the United States title up for grabs. Austin Theory, the incoming champion, coming up against Bobby Lashley. And I honestly thought that Theory was going to come out of here the winner because of the push that he's been getting. This is uh before I learned about what was happening later on. But um this match wasn't bad. I, I actually was happily I was happy to see that Bobby performed the way that he did. Um Theory gave up to that as well, but he also showed many instances of strength and possibilities of being that fucking guy and I'm so happy that this guy is on that level honestly right now I have them on the level of MJF they're the same age they um they they have the same um somewhat personality where uh although MJF can't be as vocal as uh, I mean um theory can't be as vocal as mjf is but it's still that same kind of uh, smarky um dirtbag kind of young dude facade without having to say that they have money but that they have money i'm i'm been i've been a fan of theory since um uh, uh, Matt put me on to him And I'm like Yeah this kid's got a lot it Got going for him So I want to see the push that happens afterwards We got the uh, Royal Women's Championship match Between Bianca Belair and Carmella And Nothing There was nothing there for me I'm sorry there's nothing I, I can't even comment on this shit um, The only thing that I can't say that was the teaser was that you thought that once Carmella beat up Bianca at the end of the match, once she lost, that that was when um, someone was going to cash in, but it didn't. That was kind of the teaser. But, um, no, it didn't happen. And I'm um, glad, glad that it didn't, because that's not where it's supposed to be at. And then we get uh, the unified WWE... Tag team championship match between the Street Profits the and the Usos. This, my friends, was phenomenal. Oh my god. The false finishes, everything worked in this match. And this is what I said earlier on that not only did this elevate Montez if they wanted to make up a singles, but goddamn. We're not giving fucking uh, um, Dawkins the the credit that he should be getting. He fit so well in the fact that if he's not going to be in a tag team after this one, that he can do a singles run. I think he's good. That boy good. That boy good. You don't think that boy good? That boy good. That boy good. Um. Usos pull out a win here after a controversial win because it seemed as though that um, the shoulders was up once the pain was, was was done. And I'm happy that this could continue to be a longer story match. God, you know, I, like I said, I'm a tag team guy, but shit. This made a whole lot of sense later on, long story-wise. We get uh the SmackDown Women's Championship match between Ronda Rousey and Natalia and uh Natalia didn't do that bad. Um uh, Ronda I I I know that she's I know that she's I don't know whether she's embracing the WWE style Or she just is like, eh, whatever the fuck. But in either case, um, I love that she did her showcase. There was the uh, the tribute to uh, Shawn Michaels during her match. And um, she was very um, in tune with the fact that um, she's a wrestler right now. Natalia gets all praises to put it over because hell she was the one that trained her for this but um story be told that yeah that that Ronda is going to be Ronda and I I've, I've come to that realization because when you get her first outing in in the mixed tag the WrestleMania it's it's gone to where the fuck Ronda wants to be, and I'm I'm like, all right, okay, we're with it. But uh, after the match, uh, Ronda gets the W, and we get a cash in, and this one, Liv, comes in, and she gets the W. She becomes the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Great job to her, and um, I know the. Yeah, I'm watching it, and the fans are fucking popping ridiculously. Um, yeah, it's about time. It is about time. Finally, we get the men's Money in the Bank match. Uh, fun match for me. Of course, it has its bells and whistles, but my whole uh, controversy was was that I would have thought that since Kevin Owens wasn't there for some time I thought he would be that participant that Adam Pierce was calling out for and it ended up being fucking theory and in, not in a bad sense because um him winning it Becomes very interesting. Very interesting. Does he cash in a Roman? I don't see that happening. I think that Roman will be giving up that title soon. And it makes it easy for him to um, cash in on somebody. Does he win it? (laughs) I don't see that happening. Hell the fuck If. Austin Theory wins the Unification title. Um I'm trying to think of a bet that I would do. Ah uh, man, that 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 would be interesting. Um But I'm trying to think of a bet that I would do. You know what? Give me a couple of give me a couple of days. And I will come up with uh, a bet that I would do for that because that would be crazy that he wins against a Roman or anybody. Him getting that title, nah. I think he's gonna go the um the 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 uh, the Baron Corbin route. Honestly, I really do. But who am I? Other than that, uh, that's gonna wrap up our uh, segment here in – uh shit I look at the I look at the clock I'm like damn I thought we had more to go to but Thank you guys for partaking and listening Make sure you check us out on all the social media outlets of course Facebook, Instagram, TikTok Um YouTube Wherever the fuck you can find us we out there Ladies and gentlemen And I want you to make sure you check us out on all the podcasting outlets Uh RageworksNetwork.com And as well as Rageworks.net Um I'm pushing out this episode quickly because of the fact that uh, the boss is going on vacation and I don't want to burden him with anything afterwards. But uh, also, like I said, that work ethic with a lot of people, man, more power to you. And usually I'll be like, if if I have an a, a opening to take a nap, I'm going to take it. But for you guys who crank it out like we've been doing it a year, with Turbuckle Tabloid. Good looking, fam. And, um, gotta tell you guys, uh, we out of here and love you. Take a bump and check you guys later. Love life. Laters. Turbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. Germbuckle Tabloid.